it's been my life essentially for 13 years. Um, I know nothing other than that. I'm sad that it's it's finishing up, but um, I'm very much ready for something something new, and, and it's time to to move on and go and experience um, other things other than than playing cricket. That was the voice of former Australian skipper Meg Lanning, who retired from international cricket last week after a decorated 13-year career. Her departure, though, from the national side has left a leadership void that so far this year has been filled by Alyssa Healy and Talia McGrath. But with a multi-format series against India around the corner, the question now becomes who is going to be our next captain, who will be the forefront of women's cricket. We, get our, we got our first glimpse, rather, at how Meg's absence would impact the national side during the week. So Cricket Australia dropped the squad for the Tour of India, and it largely remains unchanged. Lauren Sheedle has been named in the 16-player lineup after four years filled with shoulder reconstructions. Heather Graham has also earned a recall after missing the West Indian series. Uh, and Alyssa Healy and Darcy Brown have been named despite their respective hand and hamstring injuries. Joining us to break it all down is one of Australia's all-time greats, four-time Belinda Clark medalist and current coach of the Australian women's team, Shelley Nitschke, is with us on summer grandstand this afternoon welcome Shelley no problems thanks for having me it's a massive 16 player squad for the multi-format series late in December and it's stacked with stars to be honest but how excited are you personally about the depth in Australian women's cricket right now yeah look it's fantastic I think over the last sort of six to 12 months we've had a number of players really stick their hand up um, both domestically and, and internationally as well so um, it's certainly tight for spots when it, when it gets down to the final 11, which is a really good problem to have. But, um, you know, excited for the series, multi-format in India, which I know everyone's really looking forward to. So Heather Graham, Lauren Cheadle, the two new additions. Uh, they last played Graham in, in 2022 and Cheadle back in 2019. But I guess, firstly, what does it mean, I guess, to have such a settled squad over the space of a calendar year that really you've only got the two changes? Yeah, it, it's really it's really important. I think you know we've had a, a contracted list, and and all those players have been performing well, um, and warranted that that spot in the squad as well. And and good to see HG back in the in the team or in the squad. Um, you know she's she's been in and around the, the team for a little while and has some really good performances at the WBBL. So excited for her and to see Lauren Cheadle return um, is a really good story. It's a pretty massive story for Lauren. So four shoulder reconstructions in the past six years since she last played at national level and is now one of the top wicket takers in the WBBL and spent a bit of time with Australia A during the year as well. But she's named only for the test. So uh, a couple of things I did want to ask, I guess, about her is, is she set to be given a go? And I guess why is she not in the selection for the white ball cricket when um, that's all she's played at international level? Yeah, look, I guess it's a good question. We're not playing much longer format um cricket anywhere else so I think we sort of see Lauren she offers a you know like I said it's a fantastic story she's had some horrendous injuries and to see her back performing well and consistently she was fantastic for Australia A through the winter um but I think we just felt like she offers something different for that test match she's a left arm and she swings the ball um and you know I think it's going to be a matter of just assessing the conditions and that when we're over there and what our best 11 looks like um, and as for the white ball, you know, she's she's certainly shown that she's got a lot of variation and can do a job. I think, like I said, it, it's really tight for spots. We've got uh, some really good depth and, and players like Annabelle Sutherland, who's now been bowling really well, has really stepped up in that space as well as has Kim Garth. So um, she's certainly one that, that's in and around and it's just great to have her back in the you know, in the in the test squad, and um, I expect to to see more of her. But you know, that's sort of where we've selected it at the moment. But she's certainly um, showing that she's she's got more to offer with the white ball as well. Uh, Darcy Brown, and Alyssa Healy named in the squad as well. Brown, uh, Darcy obviously has a hamstring injury, uh, and then Alyssa obviously with the finger as well. Are you confident they'll be right to go by late December? 
yeah, look, all things being equal, I, I think Das is, um, is on track to be available for that test match, um, as is uh, Elisa. But there's, you know, there's a lot to play out between now and then. We're, we're hoping that, that her recovery continues like it has been and, and she's available. But um, I guess time will tell. We've still got another four or five weeks before we play that test match. But we're certainly hoping that, that she's going to be available for selection. If either weren't, would you be able to make changes to that squad? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, we've got... We've got 16. We've already got some coverage, and and if need be, we may have to have to call in someone else. But obviously, hoping that that those two players are are up and about and, and ready to go. Four-time Belinda Clark medalist and Australia's women's coach Shelley Nitschke, my guest on Summer Grandstand today. Uh, Shelley, we, we talked a little bit about the depth in this squad right now at an Australian level, and it is pretty immense, but there are some big names missing from it over the past calendar year. So Rachel Haynes obviously has now departed. Meg Lanning is, is obviously the most recent exclusion from this squad now that she's retired from international level. But do you feel like the new era of stars are, are ready to take on the mantle? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think, you know, we've had some really good... Um, performances and signs from people like Phoebe Litchfield, who's who's come into the into the team of recent times and certainly showing what she's capable of. I mentioned Annabelle Sutherland before, who I think has t- taken her game to another level in the last six months. Um, and then we've we've still got you know the veterans. We've got Healy, Perry, Mooney, and those sorts of players. And McGrath is someone that keeps on getting better and better. So there's a really nice balance there, I think, with some new players coming through. Georgia Wareham's another one that um, that goes from strength to strength, as does Alana King. So I think we've got a really nice balance at the moment. And in the last sort of six or twelve months, we've seen some of those younger players really, um, you know, feel at home and and put some performances out there for Australia, which is really important for us. You just named a, a ton of great candidates to fill the, uh, the leadership void with Meg Lanning departing. So uh, Alyssa Healy, obviously a part of it. Uh, Talia McGrath, Ash Gardner. What's the process going to be to select your next captain over the next month? Yeah, so there's certainly a, a process that needs to be undertaken, um, which involves involves the board. And, and I guess in the in the interim, we've, we've had Alyssa there, um, but now it's a permanent change. So the process is a little bit more... Um, I guess, drawn out and, and what needs to happen. So that's sort of started off now and, and hopefully we'll look to have that in place. Well, we will have that in place by the time we head to India. It's a tricky decision to make because there is a, a lot of good choices. And I, I look at the Alyssa Healy-Talia McGrath combination and think, yeah, Healy's a, a more senior player, but obviously towards the back end of her career, you could go McGrath into Gardner and then you've got two youngsters who are almost that that next combination of a succession plan. Would you want that in terms of your captain and your vice captain to, to basically be the future of the Australian side? Oh, look, I think there's a number of things to weigh up um, when it comes to it. We've certainly got the the future to think about. We've also got to think about what's right for the team now and, and where we're headed. So, and, and those two players, captain, vice captain, work closely together. So I think there's a fair bit to to weigh up and, and what goes into it. And um, I guess we'll just, you know, work through that process and and um, see where we land. What's the, the key attribute you look for in a senior leader? Oh, that's a really good question. I think it, it's it's made up of so many different different things. You've, there's obviously the on-field, but there's also plenty to do off-field. You know, it's, a, it's a big job to be captain of Australia, and, the, and the, there's a lot of stuff that goes on probably behind the scenes that, that people don't realise. So I think it's... Um, it's a combination of a, a lot of things, and that's, I guess, why it's so tricky to, to make sure you, you get it right. So, um, yeah, there's certainly on-field, but then there's plenty of off-field and, and culture work and things like that. 
Now, I guess that epitomises the importance of what Meg Lanning has been able to accomplish at an Australian level as well. You had the chance to to play with her, to, to coach her as well. Where does she sit for you in terms of the all-time greats of Australian women's cricket? Oh, look, she's definitely um, one of the all-time greats. I think, you know, having time this week to sort of reflect on her career and her career as a captain and what she's achieved with the team and through a time of dominance, um, but at the same time putting out performances herself, it's just been... It's been unbelievable. So, you know, her, her captaincy and leadership um, is is something that certainly, you know, is never taken for granted and, and she'll, she'll be missed. But, um, you know, I'm sure she's she's made the right decision for her. But, you know, one of the all-time greats as a as a player and, and a leader and, and on-field captain was just um, unbelievable. So um, certainly very honoured and, and proud of her to be able to play, play with her and, and then see her career. Um, develop and, and her develop as a person and into how she, she finished. So, um, yeah, I think a really good opportunity for us to, to reflect on an amazing career and a, an amazing player. Australian women's cricket coach Shelley Nitschke, my guest on Summer Grandstand this afternoon, ahead of the multi-format series in India across December, January. Uh, the squad was named during the week for the Australians. We'll run through that in a moment. Um, but, Shelley, how are we feeling about India heading into December? Because we've had a pretty good run against them. We we had the T20 series sweep earlier in the year. We beat them at the World Cup as well. And they're, they're ranked a little lower than normal in, in the T20 and ODI rankings down in fourth. But, obviously, they have the advantage of a home series. What What are you expecting? Yeah, well, look, we, I think, you know, we're all expecting a really tough series, um, but it's, you know, a really good series as well. They, they, um, they're they a very good team. They challenge, they continue to challenge us uh, and, and having the test match in there as well in their conditions is going to be a significant challenge. So we're, we're all really looking forward to it. But I expect uh, I expect a tough series. Um, you know, we were over there last year for the five T20s and they were they were high octane games so um, it should be really exciting we get fantastic crowds over there so uh, really looking forward to getting over there and, and getting it started I guess the handy aspect of modern cricket is you've got a plethora of Aussies who've played in the WPL as well so there's this expectation a little bit of, of what's going to it's going to be like in Indian conditions and a little bit more of an understanding do you do you think it'll be as challenging as it used to be given the amount of cricket that our girls actually play there yeah, look, potentially not. I think you know we've we've now we've two of the last year, like you said, players have played WPL. Um, they're used to the conditions, but also it's just the used to touring India. I think is something that 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 takes a bit of adjusting to. So people, most of has squad have been there before. They know what they're in for. They know the type of cricket that's coming our way. They know that big crowd. So it's just starting to get used to to that sort of environment as well, which which we're starting to get more attuned to so um yeah it certainly helps in the development of the wpl and things like that so hopefully we're you know we're in a good place but we certainly know that uh, a test match in india to kick us off is is going to be a a tough one but an exciting one too because i think we haven't played a test match there before so or maybe not for a long time so i know i know all the players are are really keen for that what's your favorite part of touring india from your experiences Oh wow! Um, look, I think um, it's it's just an amazing place. It's it's so different to home. Um, the the cricket and the the crowds are just phenomenal, and the the fans over there. So I think the whole experience is um, is certainly something to savour um, and and embrace as well. So looking forward to getting back amongst it and and hopefully watching the watching the girls go out there and play some really good cricket. And Shelley, before I let you go, I imagine you've been watching a fair bit of the WBBL as well. Have you got a favourite for the championship this year? 
have. I've been watching a lot of WBBL, which has been a, a nice change to, to be a spectator. Uh, look, I think, um, well, I mean, there's it's a it's an open field at the moment. I think the Scorchers are actually looking really good as are the Thunder. Um, but but as you know, last year's winners, the Strikers, they, they seem to kind of just be cruising along pretty well as well. So. It's, uh, I, I couldn't call it right now. and It's a pretty open race for the top four at the moment, I think. And, and who knows, the sixes are finishing strong as well. It's a great time to be a cricket fan. Uh, Shelley, thank you so much for your time on Summer Grandstand.